At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network, and we've got three hours of fun as we've got no shortage of things to tie up from Sunday. We were all wondering, man, if we can get half of the week two slate that we got in week one with all the excitement in the NFL, we'll be doing great. Well, we got way more than that and then some, so we need some great guests to be able to take a look at what we got on Sunday and Turn it forward as Dave Dooley does amazing work at the network, covering darn near every sports betting market imminently possible at a view from Vegas. He's going to be joining me in 15 minutes. We're going to take a look at the trends that we've seen in the NFL thus far. Take a look at a little bit of baseball as well. We're going to have a good time talking with him. And if he's got any Monday Night Football plays, we're going to be hitting that in about 15 minutes. Dwayne Clucci going to give us a view from behind the book as he does amazing work over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. He joins me in 30 minutes and I tell you right now, it was a good weekend for the books, especially with a lot of the late Herculean runs that we saw in the game. So that is going to be in our number one, our number two. We're going to have a two-man panel of David Behrman and David Baker joining me. Behrman does amazing work with ESPN and ESPN Chalk and David Baker. He is a Westgate Super Contest winner and a professional poker player. We're going to get their thoughts on week two, turn it forward. Take a look at week three, and then an hour number three, the one and the only Matt Humans, who you hear in this time slot during the weekends. He's going to be joining me. We're going to take a look at how things wind up faring for him, turn it forward, see if he's got any college football or NFL plays for this upcoming week because there's no money to be made in terms of the Sunday games that we got. Now, there is a double dip for Monday Night Football as well, but how about what we've seen in the NFL this season? And it was at... It was absolute anarchy. Allow me to bring in our friend. This is a representation of what we got. The dogs were out and they were barking. I do not own a dog personally, but it was a dog weekend in the NFL. You wind up having the Houston Texans being able to cover as 10-point underdogs. And that's something to take a look at as well because there's the age-old question that I will do my best to answer in this segment. Whether we're going to get an answer on this segment or not, I am not sure, but... The usual question is, asked by the Baja men, who let the dogs out? And the answer in terms of Texans versus the Denver Broncos is incompetent coaching. 
Nathaniel Hackett, in my opinion, is the worst coach in the NFL right now. He's Adam Gaze level bad coaching right now. It is not terrific. But when it came to some of these other collapses that we saw, some of these teams were a little bit more trustworthy. Other of these, not so much. A coach that flamed out with the, ironically enough, Denver Broncos getting a separate opportunity with the Las Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniel, boy, if you had the Las Vegas Raiders in some sort of a money line, and heck, even if you want to blame the five and a half, that was just an absolutely gut-wrenching beat. Yeah, we saw that was far from terrific. The biggest one, in my opinion, the Baltimore Ravens blowing a three touchdown lead. And this wasn't like they were up three touchdowns in the second quarter. And the Miami Dolphins just chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. Heck, it wasn't even like it started in the third quarter. They were up three scores in the fourth quarter. And then they made like your buddy at the bar. They could not close. And they scored in that fourth quarter as well. They wound up putting up a field goal. And for the Miami Dolphins, very impressive. I think that there have been a lot of answer questions as to how this offense is going to look. And I think that many people owe to Tagovailoa a little bit of an apology. Because if you look back at the 2020 NFL draft and how all these quarterbacks have fared, Joe Burrow, throughout his NFL career, he has made a Super Bowl, and no question. If you're able to ask who right now is the best quarterback out of that class, I would probably, in terms of quarterbacks, I've had the most success in the postseason. No doubt that's Joe Burrow. You can have the debate all you want about Justin Herbert, and I do think that he has his time coming. And for the Chargers, he gave a absolutely amazing effort to be able to get you guys to the window if you want to take in the points on Thursday. And that gets a little bit forgotten about as to what happened because now the Sunday has been so amazing. But the quarterback with the best record overall now, some of these losses, they wanted pretty much going to Ryan Fitzpatrick because Tua Tagovailoa was eased along and you wound up having that two-quarterback system back a few seasons ago with the Miami Dolphins. But Tua Tagovailoa, as a starter, he is now 15-8 and since the beginning of the 2020 season, which is absolutely amazing. And Tua Tagovailoa, 8-1 and is his record straight up against Super Bowl-winning head coaches. It is ridiculous. What we've seen out of Tua, Mike McDaniel doing a very good job coaching up that team. That was a no-fight team that I was questioning when you saw the coaching change happen in the offseason. Will this Dolphins team continue to fight the way that they did under the old regime? I think the answer that we saw on Tuesday, or that we saw on Sunday and we saw in week two, absolutely 100% yes. Now, are the Miami Dolphins going to be able to come back from down 21 consistently? Probably not, I would Highly doubt that we're going to see something like this moving forward, but you did like to see the Miami Dolphins out. They probably want to get off to a bit of a better start next week, but certainly a good effort from them. And then the other big collapse that we saw, and in my opinion, if you look at all the collapses from Sunday, the one that still makes the least sense, the New York Jets. And Jets in recent seasons has stood for just end the season. They were down 13 points in their own territory with fewer than two minutes remaining. And the Browns blew it, 31-30. to With the current coaching regime of the Cleveland Browns, this is just not what you expect from them. And no doubt, not having Deshaun Watson out there on the field, and they're not going to have him out on the field for much of the season. That line's burning a little bit, but you got to be able to get this one home. I mean, this is the one that is the most mind-numbing of all of them. And if you're a just casual better, if you're a professional better, Many of you are feeling the sting the same way, and this is a big reason why you look at long-term results because if you put together a parlay, let's take the worst of the losses. The Las Vegas Raiders, the uh, Cleveland Browns, and the uh, Baltimore Ravens, all three of these were probably pretty well handicapped games. In all three of these games, going to the fourth quarter, you were in great shape, and maybe the lesson to be learned here is that when it comes to having a big lead, being able to bet live, be able to get a little bit, try to middle might actually be the best thing because if you have the calamity like we found this weekend, you know what? You're able to get back the money that you probably should have gotten to start with on a pretty solid handicap if we wind up seeing something that, like we wound up getting on Thursday Night Football where the back door was completely ajar for the Chargers. Chargers are able to 
well, charge on into that back door thanks to Justin Fields or due, due to Justin Herbert risking life or death to be able to get into that back door. You could wind up being able to middle that as well, but when it comes to just everything in week two, it was absolutely outrageous. And what we did wind up seeing in week two as well is a lot of the tried and true sort of metrics, the tried and true trends, they wound up coming through. And I'm talking about the way that Sunday ended as a week of massive hoopla, a week in which what you thought you knew about football did not come through as I know that when it comes to NFL red zone, they always call it the witching hour, which is when you have the one o'clock PM Eastern 10 o'clock AM Pacific games reach a fourth quarter. They call it the witching hour because the lead trades trades hands like a basket of breadsticks. It gets passed around and everything. Well, I think it should be more properly called the twilight zone because everything that you thought you knew about the NFL, it wound up going to mush in the back half of that early window. But the one thing that stayed true, Aaron Rodgers still owns the Chicago Bears, 27-10 the 10, the final. So if you had an early read on this, and for Aaron Rodgers, just against the Bears in general, he has covered over two-thirds of his games against the division in general. He's covered over 60% of them. Packers were one of those teams that, as a hefty favorite, they were able to come through and they were able to cover. And that's another one that we left off as well. A trusted coach in Sean McVay that led the Rams to a Super Bowl last season, he was unable to get his team inspired enough to hold on to the lead against the Atlanta Falcons. And there are certain cases like in Falcons versus Rams where the Atlanta Falcons, they cover the game. I'm still not impressed by them. They were my pick going into the year. They have the worst record in the NFL, and I haven't seen too much to make me think otherwise. I know that the Houston Texans, they were the uh, top of the odds board coming into the season, and for the Houston Texans, I push back on that a little bit, even in a losing effort against the Denver Broncos. You tell that this defense is fighting hard, the offense is going to have his issues, but I do think that taking a look now, two weeks of data points with them, I still feel like they're going to be able to win a few games, and they're going to be able to avoid the seller, but one thing that remained true was the way that Aaron Rodgers was able to come out and do you want to know why? Trusted quarterback, a system that in general has been able to help out the quarterback, not in terms of the offense, because, well, in terms of the offense, you lose Devontae Adams. Marcus Valdez-Scantling, I feel like, is a loss that is a tad bit under the radar. The offensive line has been a little bit banged up, but the Green Bay Packers defense, something that is very rare for a star quarterback to have, an elite defense, stepped up and it stepped up in a big way even in week one against the Minnesota Vikings that loss was not on the defense the defense in my opinion played relatively solid so that is something to take a look at moving forward but the age-old question of who let the dogs out the answer is in a lot of cases inexperienced slash not so great coaching something that I feel like needs to be just evaluated more in general not just in the NFL but something I do a lot of college basketball I always try to bank on these tried and true coaches and some of these coaches that aren't so tried and true. Well, not necessarily so trustworthy and outlier in this one as well. Baltimore Ravens, John Harbaugh, I think is one of the best in the business. And yet we saw that big giant collapse with the Baltimore Ravens. But what we've got to take a look at as well is the aftermath of week two of the NFL. Now we've got, got a pair of Monday night football games that we're going to be hitting upon as well a little bit later on in the show, but we're going to be joined by Dave Tooley next. Does a great job at the network and we're going to be taking a look at the trends of week two in the NFL next right here on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Horse racing fans, First Bet wants to invite you to their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotels, tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. Head on over to vsan.com slash horses now to register. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vsan, the Sports Bank Network, and great to be joined by Dave Tooley. Does amazing work covering Darn near every betting market that you're able to find on planet Earth. You're able to follow my Twitter at a view from Vegas altogether. And Dave, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, another exciting Sunday. You know, we, we always say in the NBA that every team makes a run. But uh, <laughs> we, we saw a ton of rallies today. Uh, yeah, the, the Ravens, Browns, and Raiders blowing their games. And the Lions were up 22 nothing on the Commanders, too. And uh, they had to sweat it up in <laughs> as well. It's absolutely crazy. And something that I'm pondering myself after what we saw in week two and a little bit of week one as well, because you mentioned the Lions, they had a little bit of a sweat against the Commanders. We remember they were the team that came back in week one, but perhaps value being on some of these teams that they get down by big giant margins in the NFL because it feels like everyone, aside from the Indianapolis Colts apparently on Sunday, decide, you know what, we are not going to get blown out. We are going to put together a run because it felt like it was that way in darn near every one of these games on Sunday. Right, and and even on the on the Monday nighter, uh, you know, depending on the angle you got there on Justin Fields' quarterback sneak, uh, the Bears, the uh, <laughs> uh, looked like they were going to be inside the number there there as well. So yeah, just yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the Falcons came back and got the backdoor cover on the Rams, <laughs> and of course, yeah, that that Cardinals rally against the Raiders was just insane. It certainly was, and Dave, what we saw on. Sunday, and I was alluding to this a little bit earlier. The underdogs, they were a barking. I know that you're a bit of a dog player yourself. Eight, three, and one against the spread. And if you include Thursday night football with that big backdoor cover, underdogs overall, nine, three, and one against the spread. You had a good amount of straight up wins as well with some of these underdogs like the Arizona Cardinals pulling off their feet. But I have to imagine that this was a tremendous week for the books, and it just goes to show how much value there's been in underdogs here in the early part of the season because it feels like the differential between the top teams and the bottom teams in the NFL is as slim as it's been in a very long time. No, I, I definitely agree. But, I mean, you know, parity has long been a thing in the NFL on, on any given Sunday, as they say. Um, yeah, and in those stats you, uh, you just quoted, uh, yeah, I, I graded the Lions and Commanders as closing at, at Pickham. 
Uh, the, the Lions were favorites uh, all week long. Uh, the, other, the other anomaly was the, uh, the the Giants actually ended up going up as a one point home dog against the Panthers and won that game uh, 19 to 16. But but yeah, the the, the dogs have been barking. Uh, unfortunately, I've, I've been on some of the wrong dogs, like the uh, like the Saints and the Steelers today. So uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not profiting as much from this dog run as I should be. Hey Dave, don't worry. I took the Seahawks because I thought I was fading Trey Lance, and I turned out to be the victim of bait and switch. So that wasn't necessarily <laughs> too much fun, and I'm sure that I was not the only person that had that angle. But also another angle that I took away from this NFL Sunday as well, and it's something that I was noting on this show last week as well. Unders in the NFL just continue to be hitting like wildfire. Eight, four, and one to the under were the games in week two. And if you date it back to the entirety of the 2021 season, the under rate in the NFL is approaching 55%. Depending upon your closing numbers, it's right around 54.7, 54.8%. And this is now a two-year trend that we are seeing, Dave. And I think that there's a lot of value on the unders now. Some of the overs, they are explosive overs, like we wound up seeing in the Rams versus the Falcons game. But I still feel like in the NFL, these defenses are doing a solid job and they don't get the love that they deserve because they're doing a good job of shutting down some of the best quarterbacks in the world. Yeah, it is amazing because you, you kind of get fooled when you see some of these shootouts. And But yeah, the uh, the unders are now 29-1 and one overall because they're 11-5 they're and five in week one as well. And five and zero in prime time, <laughs> so so uh, wondering what waiting to see if the bookmakers start to adjust on this some. But uh, yeah, the unders have, have been the way to go even more than the dogs so far. And you speak of prime time. How about if we dive into what you like on Monday Night Football? So we're going to get a pair of games. The Vikings and the Eagles are going to be squaring off along with the Titans and the Bills. I know that your play is on the Titans versus the Bills and. I like this one as well. I submitted it for the Circa Millions contest. It is the Titans catching 10 points against the Buffalo Bills. We're on the same side here. We're both taking the 10. Take me through why you like the why you like the Titans in this spot. Yeah, the advanced line on this was uh, Bills minus seven and a half, um, and so I, I think there's a bit of a inflation here in in the line. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Bills looked awesome in beating the Rams in the opener. And the Super Bowl favorite, uh, and uh, but you know the, the Titans, you know Mike Vrabel was coach of the year last year. Uh, you balance attack with uh, Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. I I, I, I expect them to bounce back. Um, they you know they were leading the Giants and then they yeah, they, they gave up that and lost the opener. But yeah, so I, but I think that's all is what's being built into the line here and just you know giving us double digits. Which do. the double digits, uh, double, double digits dogs uh, win two and one uh, ATS uh, today. Yep, and those double digit dogs, they've been able to do a relatively solid job here in week two. We shall see if that rolls on with Titans versus Bills. And did you do anything in terms of Vikings versus the Philadelphia Eagles? This is a number that has been at two and a half darn near the entirety of the week. I haven't done a ton with it myself. If anything, I'd be looking at laying the two and a half with the Philadelphia Eagles since you're now below that critical number of three. But this is one which I don't have as much of a feel for as the Titans and the Bills game. Yeah, I, I do have a ticket on the Vikings plus three from when I gave it out on our show last Sunday night. Um, I Hopefully it was uh, listeners to the show that uh, bet it uh, by morning time, by like 7, 8 a.m. Uh, I think all the threes were gone on the, in the market and you haven't, haven't seen them since. Um, I am also live with a teaser from the Steelers to the, to the Vikings on Monday night. So I'm probably not going to bet anymore on, on that tomorrow night. And you give out such good advice too, because these look at lines, they're typically out before these Sunday games begin. And even after the Sunday games, you're able to get in on them. And typically by Monday, they get pretty much steamed into where they are going to be for the remainder of the week until you see the injury reports what have you. So being able to take a look at these lines a little bit earlier is something that I certainly do advise. And we're speaking of the Minnesota Vikings and ironically enough, one of these look at lines for week three that you're diving into is the Lions and the Vikings. Right now, the Lions, they're above that critical number of seven, seeing them mostly at seven and a half across the board against Minnesota. And I think that you're taking a look at the dog in this spot. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, yeah, the, the line opened seven and a half at the, at the Westgate, and uh, 
talk about their books. Um, it's down to seven where you're at at Circa. So I, I think people should, should jump on this one early as well. I think it's going to come down. But the, you know, the Lions, obviously, you know, they got the backdoor cover in week one. And then, you know, like I said, they were dominating the commanders today. Uh, let them come back in. But, you know, again, the, the offense kept at it with the Jared Goff uh, spreading the ball around. And I th- I'm very, I am very high in the Vikings. And, of course, like I said, I do like them Monday night. But uh, I, I don't think it, this might should be over, you know, seven and a half. So I'll, I'll take the hook. And we talked about fading the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. I know that you're taking a look at also their week three game against the Miami Dolphins. Miami, they're a four and a half point underdog everywhere except for why I said at Circa. At Circa, you're able to get a clean five. Obviously not the most critical number in the world, but you know what? If you're able to get that half a point, always get the half a point. You never know what it's going to come into play. But take me through the Dolphins at the Bills game because I think that this one's going to be very fascinating with Miami, a home underdog. Yeah, and and again, we'll see what the weather ends up being there. If it's uh, humid for the uh, the guys from the north coming down, but you know the the Bills were obviously rallied big time today uh, to, to get to get the upset of the Ravens. Uh, Tua Tua looked awesome. So it's uh, you know the the Bills, of course, you know might go out and you know play well Monday night, but I, I don't I don't think this line's going to go up too much. I mean, they're you know Bills are a ten point favorite. So even if they route the Titans, which we're hoping they don't, but even so, the line's not going to steam up too high. And if the Bills don't play as well, then I think we could see this number come down. So I think locking in the plus four and a half uh, before that game Monday night is the thing to do. And Dave, we've got about 30 seconds left. I know that you've got a first five play in Brewers versus Mets, one of the biggest games that we've got for Monday. Take me through what you've got in terms of the first five of Mets and Brewers. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Matt Scherzer, Max Scherzer is going for the Mets. Um, he hasn't been pitching as well of late, although it must have been lack of run support <laughs> uh, where the the Mets haven't been winning his, in his recent games. But I mean, he's still Max Scherzer, and the the books open him as a favorite. It's actually flipped to the Brewers' favorite now. So I I think getting uh, you know, the the Mets first five, you know, even money or you know, short minus one hundred five is, is the play. And Dave, I made the Mets a very slight favorite as well. And you're one of my favorites on the show. Always appreciate it, Dave. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Good luck, everyone. Dave does absolutely amazing work at the network. And coming up next, we go to the Rampart and talk to Dwayne Colucci right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go-to sports book for all football-related content. Check out Bet Rivers or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and so much more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Veasan, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Dwayne Colucci, one of the friendliest men that you're going to find out here in lovely Las Vegas. As he does amazing work over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook as their sportsbook director. And Dwayne, it is always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me on, Greg. It's always a pleasure to join you, especially on a Sunday night. Oh, it is always great to have you aboard, and Dwayne. I'm sure that you're feeling extra good this Sunday because a lot of the parlays, a lot of the teasers, they wound up getting just completely destroyed by a lot of these late runs. A lot of the ugly underdogs, they wound up coming through. Take me through what sort of a day it was for the books because I can imagine that it's a pretty good one. Yeah, definitely, Greg. I thought it was hard to uh, top week one because we did really well, but this week was ultra impossible for most of the uh, public to handicap, as well as the uh, professional handicap, I have to say. Some of those late outcomes, I mean, the Jets right off the bat comes to mind. You know, you get that onside kick, and then you're able to overcome a a Cleveland team that somewhat had the lead throughout the game, and that definitely was one of the turning points in the morning games. Then you had Tua with a massive, massive performance performance, Greg. I mean, 469 yards and six touchdowns to come up 
you know, and Trump, Lamar Jackson, who, who played fabulous. I mean, Baltimore was dominating that game. And then all of a sudden, you have this huge swing of events. And several of these games, uh, you know, the Colts being shut out, playing again, a terrible, terrible game, two weeks now in a row. You know, definitely Frank Reich has to reestablish uh, what this team could do and definitely make some coaching adjustments. But I'm not sure if he's capable. And then, you know, you had the, uh, the Saints with the trend against Tom Brady, and Brady then comes performs out of his mind uh you know he he played within himself this week he seemed like he was injured there was hands calves all sorts of things going on in the game but they were totally able to overcome and we had some excellent handle on most of these games and the public was on the wrong side so then the afternoon was just another catastrophe a lot of people betting on seattle and jimmy g comes in uh you know replacing the injured quarterback and just dominates and dallas uh, I mean, come on, Greg, my Cowboys, let's yes. give them a little credit. I mean, Cooper Rush, that was a huge part of our uh, win. And then the Raiders also, you know, faltering real late. So, so many games to talk about, Greg. And, uh, you know, we did do very, very well at the Rampart and South Point. And the handle was great, as was the whole percentage. And let me ask you about this, because I know that in terms of a lot of these upsets, the biggest thing was, they wound up being able to win outright. A team like the Dallas Cowboys that were a touchdown underdog. The Arizona Cardinals were a five and a half point underdog. They went outright. How big is it that these teams went outright and they crush a lot of these teasers and a lot of these parlays? Because I have to imagine that that's a lot of your liability as well. Yeah, definitely. And you had less liability than traveling on the Sunday night game because most of these teams were defeated and you hit the nail on the head. When you start to eliminate money line and teaser parlays, it becomes all that more favorable for us bookmakers here in Las Vegas and across the country. So, uh, you know, then you had also big favorites like the Rams faltering late and not that it knocks out all the teasers, but, you know, you do knock out a big uh, portion of the parlays and the straight that's laying the numbers so definitely when you start to knock down teasers and money line parlays it just plays all all into our hands and uh, you know it was a fabulous weekend some hard to figure outcomes though all around oh it certainly was and one of the most befuddling one was a team that's out here in our neck of the woods the lovely las vegas raiders who it looked like they had complete control against the arizona cardinals up by well, it turned out to be two scores because the Arizona Cardinals wind up converting the two-point conversions late to be able to force overtime. But in terms of the action that you see, because you guys are up there more in the Summerlin area, part of Las Vegas, you guys get mostly local action. How much of the handle was on the Las Vegas Raiders? Because I have to imagine that this was one of your biggest decisions of the day and certainly went your way. Yeah, definitely, Greg. A lot of people at the Rampart Casino wager on the Raiders blindly just because they had a Las Vegas team, very similar to the Golden Knights and uh, also the Aces. I mean, you know, we had a lot of people that were backing and cheering when they won the championship today. But the Raiders, you know, what a tough game. I mean, what a credit to Kyler Murray. This kid is unbelievable. He was dancing around. He created plays. He threw that bullet pass at the end to Green. Just a fabulous, fabulous performance. And once again, Derek Carr and the team could not overcome, uh, you know, late in the game and figure out that winning formula. And you definitely have to get Adams more involved, Greg, from, uh, you know, a standpoint of creating a good offense for the Las Vegas Raiders. He has to be more of a factor. Waller was good in the first half, but non-existent in the second half. Jacobs had 19 attempts, 69 yards. You know, he's got to do more than that. And they have to play a little more ball control, which they were unable to do in that fourth quarter, outscored 16 to nothing. And then the huge turnover, you know, the double hits on, uh, uh, I believe, Renfro there. He fumbled a couple of times and he was just getting crushed. So, you know, definitely a credit to Arizona. They stepped it up in the third, fourth quarter and the overtime. You're looking at 29 to three from the third quarter on. They outscored the Raiders and a very, very disappointing loss at Allegiant Stadium for our home team. And definitely the handle is off the hook on the Raiders. So, you know, you start seeing them as five, five and a half point favorites. Some shops even got up to six. Uh, we're going to make some money on this team if they lose. And talk about the entire world being against a team as well. You mentioned it. You are a Dallas Cowboys fan. And I was one of the very bold few that in terms of my Circa Millions picks <laughs> wound up taking the Dallas Cowboys because I felt like the number had went too far because 
when we were on the show at this time last week, Dak Prescott had just gotten down. You were saying that he was worth about seven points to the line, which I agreed with, which meant that because the Dallas Cowboys, when we were on the show, had a lot of look at book or at a lot of books in which you had a look at line. We were thinking, okay, this is probably going to be a line of about six, six and a half. Were you surprised for one that this number wound up getting to more like seven, seven and a half? And how did people wind up betting it? Because I have to think that there was a lot of people that they wanted absolutely no part of the Dallas Cowboys. It was really strangely with the Dallas Cowboys, one of the ugliest underdogs of the weekend. Not only do they cover, they went outright. Yeah, Greg, you know, we said it last week on the show, you know, Dallas opened about a two point favorite before the Prescott injury. So, you know, I was figuring definitely a seven points, you know, looking at a five point favorite Cincinnati, maybe six if it gets excessive. But the initial reaction was to push it over that key number of seven. So definitely you didn't have many cowboy backers until the shops started taking back a little on the seven and a half that most of the shops got up to. And, you know, Cooper Rush, he won an NFL game before. It wasn't like it was out of the realm and Diggs played Against the Vikings or what? <laughs> Unbelievable, right? And let me tell you, uh, you know, that was, I think, a Thanksgiving game, wasn't it? I it mean, was. It, it was a big game, yes. And, you know, definitely when you start to see a guy like Rush excel and play within himself, the running game was going good very early on. Dallas had a good game plan, and Cincinnati had their backs against the wall. And like I said, Diggs definitely shut down the big wide receivers and the big options. You know, they had that late scare in the game, but they were able to overcome Kicked the game-winning field goal. Total credit to McCarthy for once. He coached a great game, and Dallas actually played very, very well. You know, Brown is definitely one of the up-and-coming receivers on this core, especially with Gallup on the sidelines. He got 91 yards and a touchdown, and definitely Cooper Rush. He stepped it up. Joe Burrow faced a lot of third-down conversions and wasn't complete. And I'll be honest with you, he's going to have to step his game up to another level if they want to even make the playoffs. Being 0-2 in this league, Greg, is very difficult. Oh, it certainly is. And you mentioned Mike McCarthy coaching a great game. Being someone from the state of Wisconsin, I'm a little bit salty because he didn't do a lot of that in his last few seasons <laughs> with the Packers. But got about a minute left. We've got a Monday night double dip. How's the handle been for this game? And how do you typically wind up handling these Monday night football games in which we do have the doubleheader? Because I have to think that this is great for business for you guys. Yeah, definitely. And very unique. You have a 4.15 start, which is awesome. And then a 5.30 possible overlap. I thought that maybe they could have started the first game a little sooner, Greg, but the handle's going to be excellent. I mean, Buffalo looks, uh, you know, like the real deal this year. I have to disagree with you and Dave. I was listening to you early. I really think they're just going to crush this Tennessee team. They couldn't even beat the Giants, I'll be honest with you. You know, they play some big games at times, but now you don't have Brown anymore. A lot of pressure on the running game there. And I I definitely think that Buffalo should be able to take it to them. They want to go in undefeated against Miami in that third week. Look, uh, Minnesota and Philly, what a matchup, Greg. I'll be honest with you. Two and a half at the Rampart in South Point. Philly is the favorite at home. 50 and a half is the total there. That's going to be an excellent, excellent matchup. We're going to see if A.J. Brown can play the difference maker after Minnesota riding high, after crushing the Packers. And the Packers came back with a good win. So, Maybe Minnesota is for real this year, but it's going to be a great game. It is going to be a great doubleheader of Monday Night Football action, and we always appreciate Dwayne Colucci coming on the Greg Peterson Experience and coming next. We're going to break down those Monday Night Football games here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything that we do, including our picks at a glance, which recaps all the day's top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests 24-7 video. Season prep, which includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting tips, and pro tips, which is updated every hour with actionable insights to help your sports betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and get decent pro access to everything that we do now through the Super Bowl for just $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all season long. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Bank Network, guys. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vsin, the Sports Bank Network, and we were mentioning our pro tips. Here's the one that I've got for you. vsin.com slash subscribe for this. 70% of games this NFL season have gone under the total. And if you date it back to the beginning of the 2021 season, depending upon your closing numbers, because it can vary just a little bit, but about 55% of NFL games since the start of 2021 have gone under the total. 70% of the games thus far this year have went under. Do not shy away from unders in the NFL. They have been quite profitable recently. Like if you've bet them blindly. Since beginning of last year, you were actually up money. So that is my pro tip for this hour. And got to tie up the loose ends. A big thanks in the last segment to Dwayne Clucci. Giving me a behind-the-scenes look as to what we're all getting at the rampart. What they were taking behind the counter this weekend. And, well, all the books just completely cleaned up. We all know it. They did a great job. So Dwayne Clucci probably having a very nice meal this weekend. So, And he deserves it. He's a great guy. If you ever go to the rampart race in sportsbook, you're always going to be Treated very well. They will roll out the red carpet for you. And Dave Tooley does amazing work here at the network. He covers every single betting market that you can find here on the face of planet Earth. And does a great job taking a look at all the splits, all the trends that we're seeing in the NFL. So a big thank you to those two gentlemen for joining me the last two segments. Now let's take a look at Monday Night Football because we had a rambunctious day in the NFL on Sunday. But we've got two great games for Monday. And a little bit of a side note for about 10 seconds. Man, I wish they wound up doing Monday Night Football doubleheaders more often because I always love the Monday Night Football doubleheader. And let's go with the game that is going to be going off earliest and the game that, in my opinion, has quite a bit of intrigue. This is the Tennessee Titans. They're on the road. They're facing off against the Buffalo Bills and the Bills in most spots. You're going to be getting them as a 10-point favorite. We've seen a little bit of movement and we've seen a little bit of juice movement as well. Sometimes you might be finding more like a minus 115 one way or the other, but this has settled in at 10, and the total is between 47.5 and 48. And I think that the Bills are a team that you might want to look at some unders with because I was just mentioning how well the unders have been doing, and this is a total that has went down, down, down. It actually opened up at a 51 on a lot of the look at lines, and then it wound up going down to more like 49.5, 50.5 after the week one dust was settled. Now we're finding it between 47.5 and 48, and I do think that this is a proper move because the one thing that the Bills truly lacked last season, because during the 2021 season, the Bills were very good. They lacked that one true pass rusher, though, and by getting in Von Miller, they certainly filled that void and then some, but 
This is a Tennessee Titans defense that are they the best defense in the league? Oh, heck no. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, but I think that they're still going to be able to do a solid job being able to get some pressure on Josh Allen, and I think that they're going to make the Bills run the ball just a little bit. And for the Buffalo Bills, that is going to be big for them because this team, just in watching them the last few seasons, they're a little bit stingy about giving the ball to Devin Singletary and from time to time, Zach Moss. Moss doesn't wind up getting a whole lot of carries, but when he's gotten some opportunities since he got drafted out of Utah a few seasons ago, he's been a serviceable number two back. But when it comes to the Tennessee Titans, what is going to be key for them is probably playing a little bit of a lower scoring game. Derek King Henry looked a little bit of a half a step slower than prior to the injury last season, but he's still Derek Henry. He's still a very dominant running back. I think he's going to do great things for the team. And under the radar, Robert Woods, and he had a bad week one, for the Tennessee Titans, I think that he could be able to bust out in this game. For Robert Woods, he, during the 2020 season, had 90 catches. And for that matter, in his last three years with the LA Rams prior to last season, because he was injured for the second half of the season, he had 86-plus catches in every one of those years. And then last year with the Rams, he was on pace for that once again. Played in nine games. He had 45 receptions. Not a guy that is going to be a burner. Not a guy that is going to go out and get... 10-plus touchdowns in a season. As a matter of fact, I believe his career high is six, but a good move-the-chains sort of possession-wide receiver, and I think that that's going to be big for Ryan Tannehill, and that's going to be key for the Tennessee Titans as well. I think that you can, in this spot, sort of correlate whether or not the Tennessee Titans are going to be able to cover. I'm not going to say win outright. That would be a little bit too far, but I think that you can correlate how the Titans do in this game as how Ryan Tannehill does in this game. If Ryan Tannehill is a game manager, he does a good job of being able to get the ball to Robert Woods, handing the ball to Derrick Henry, just being like your server at a nice restaurant. He doesn't need to cook the steak. He doesn't need to make sure that it's at a perfect temperature. But when he brings the soup to you, he can't spill the soup. And, well, sometimes Ryan Tannehill spills the soup, unfortunately, which that's not necessarily too tremendous. And for the Buffalo Bills, no doubt, very explosive offense. We saw this in the second half, and keep in mind, in the first half in their game against the LA Rams, it was a little bit sloppy. Rams said it tied up, and then in the second half, the Buffalo Bills, they showed their might. They were able to do an amazing job. And if you're taking a look at some of the props for this game as well, let's do a little bit of a prop watch here. What I always like to take a look at in terms of the prop market is odds to throw in interception because this has become a good market. You're able to spotlight some guys and, well, Sometimes they wind up throwing an interception, and I was talking about it with Ryan Tannehill. It is odds to throw an interception in this game. This is via DraftKings. The over of a half an interception, so whether or not he's going to throw one or not, that's minus 145. The under, so him having a clean build, not throwing an interception, that's plus 110, and honestly, I think that plus 110 has a little bit of value, and for Josh Allen, his over of a half interception, that's plus 130, and I think that that's actually relatively solid value because the under is minus 175 and Josh Allen has shown throughout his career that sometimes he gets a little bit loose with it. He does a solid job. He's not like Brett Favre or anything like that, but minus 175 to not throw an interception seems a little bit outrageous. Now, Christian Fullerton seems like he's going to be out for this game. That is a bit of a loss for this bunch and no doubt for the defense, not just in this week, but moving forward, Harold Landry the third, the fact that he's on injured reserve, not terrific. One of the better linebackers for the Tennessee Titans, a guy that was able to get a double-digit amount of sacks and has done a good job time and time again of being able to force some pressure. Him being out of the fold, that hurts. But you've got guys like Bud Dupree that are still able to do a solid job in the secondary. I like Jeffrey Simmons up front as well. So I do think that the Titans still going to be able to do a good job of being able to get a little bit of pass rush. But I do think that the key for the Tennessee Titans in this game, having Ryan Tannehill, just have a clean game, and I think that he's going to be able to do so. For the Bills, the pass rush, it is a little bit better, but I think that the Titans, they do a good job of just staying within themselves, hand the ball to Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill now has a nice piece to utilize in Robert Woods, and I think that he's going to utilize him a lot more than he did in Week 1. I like the Titans getting 10. I put it in my Circa Millions contest. I bet it personally, so I'm sort of on this thing in both sides. I know that Myself and Dave Tooley joining me a little bit earlier in the hour. We are going to be sort of going with this with a little bit of a collab, if you will, to use a Twitter term. I don't know what winds up happening with a collab pick because 
mean, it's just taking a, a game. It's not like one of these things where you're trying to do a rap album or anything like that. But that said, going to be going with the Tennessee Titans catching 10. And personally, in terms of the total, I did not bet it, but I would be looking at it under if anything else. I feel like numbers starting to get down a little bit too low. But if anything, I'd be taking a look at an under. And we're going to hit this one briefly, and I will bring it up a little bit more in our number two and our number three, the Vikings and the Eagles game with the Eagles being a two and a half point favorite. A lot of spots have this total hovering around 50, 50 and a half. A circumstance where now that it is below three, because look at lines towards the end of week one, they were showing the Philadelphia Eagles being a three-point favorite. That was a little bit more of a say away, but now that you have the two and a half out there, I do like the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that the defensive bulls that we saw towards back half of the game against the Detroit Lions will not linger now. You have a big fear that Dalvin Cook is going to be able to carve them up because Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, when fully healthy, is a top three running back in this league. He is that good. He also does a good job of catching the ball out of the backfield. But when it comes to Jalen Hurts, I've been very impressed by his progressions. You saw it towards back half of the season, and he didn't necessarily have the most supreme game against the Detroit Lions in week one, but what he did against the Detroit Lions is about what he honestly didn't do. He didn't throw in an interception. He kept a clean sheet. He does a great job moving around with his feet as he had 90 yards and a touchdown as well. And that's a dual threat that I don't think that the Minnesota Vikings are going to be able to do a solid job of. The Vikings, just time and time again, they seem to have a tough time with more mobile quarterbacks. I do like the Philadelphia Eagles laying two and a half in this spot. I'll bring it up a little bit more towards back half of the show because coming up next, we got to take a look at a little bit of baseball for this Monday card right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find all made to order, so you can find all made to order, so you can find all made to order. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.